Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, a podcast where we leave the fate of each episode up to the rules of a D20. My name is Books and I will be the DM for this episode, which means I'll be the one rolling the dice to see where this episode goes. Here to join me on this adventure and provide all the joyous chaos a quality show needs to my right is... Yo, what's up? I'm here for the chaos. Caitlin, it's me. And to my left is... Hey, what's up? It's Cassie. I knew, like, normally I jump in to go first, but I knew as soon as it said chaos, I was like, this one isn't for you. And you brought the chaos right off the bat. I'm proud of you. <laughs> and this real persona. I, I don't know this yeah, chaos I, persona, I, but I'm a into vibe it. coming that I wasn't prepared for, but I like it. I want to jump off the side of a ring and body slam you. And then I want to touch your palm what? with my pinky because I am hardcore. That took a weird turn. That took yeah. an unexpected yeah. weird turn, yeah. but gnarly dude, fucking gnarly. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to ask that you keep this energy up because, uh, you know, that that's the kind of vibe I need for this whole episode. So how the show works is that I, as a DM, will roll a D20 and whatever number we land on determines what we discuss. And the genius of this is that I can't make decisions to make to save my life. I'm genuinely terrible at any and all decisions. Mm-hmm. Fact. So it's great that fate decides exactly what we have to talk about. Because it's much better if other things decide every aspect of my life. While I suck at making decisions, I'm very good and really love judging things and people. Which is also fantastic because throughout this episode, I get to give Cassie and Caitlin experience points for their responses if I like them and deem them worthy or damage if I don't. So all in all, this show has everything. I love not making decisions and um, judging people. It's like almost made for you. It really feels like it was tailored so crazy. For That's me. wild, dude. All right, so back to this decision part. I have barely, like, barely, barely even scratched the surface and started the wedding planning process, guys. And already I have so many decisions that I cannot make because I suck at making decisions. I think the only decision I've made so far in this entire process is like agreeing to be married in the first place. And yeah. you've chosen some very good bridesmaids, if I may oh, say. Oh, yes. Yeah, that and was I, a very I good choice. Some really strong. Two bridesmaids. Uh, out of yeah, the seven so, and people you know what? I need to ask, I have told <laughs> two of them. Oh no, I told a third. I told my cousin and I made her cry in front of my brother-in-law. I didn't think Hell it was yeah, going to be that big of a deal. And I screwed it up, guys. Oh, I damn. Well, <laughs> Wait, they cried because it wasn't uh, a big deal? <laughs> well, we were talking about bachelor parties and they were asking me where I'd want to go. And she walked up and I was like, where do you want to go? And she's like, well, I don't know. Like, whatever you decide and who you're in your party. And I was like, oh, well, like, obviously you're in my party. And then she just started to cry because I, like, I hadn't oh. told her formally yet. And... Mm. Are oh, you sad yes. now that we didn't cry? <laughs> no, I'm very glad you didn't cry. Thank you. I'm glad we didn't cry too, because um, I would have felt awkward if one of any of us cried in that moment. It it was a very awkward moment. Uh, so that I quickly steered it back to getting drunk on a bachelor party. Um, bachelorette party. I'm gonna try to cry by the end of this episode. So just know this whole time I'm working up to tears. You're working up to tears. So you keep be your entire focus. Yeah, that's the persona I'm bringing. It's just sadness, just tears. Caitlin's got this wild chaos, and I'm going to bring the sadness. I mean, like, try to just, like, pluck an eyebrow or something. That always gives me a little bit of instant tears, so. Got it. On it. Work on that. Or I can get my pinky, and I can touch it to your palm just, like, one more time. God, no, no. And you know you'll cry. Do you remember that one time you touched my foot and I threw up? Yeah. (laughs) I'm touching the palm. I can picture right now. (laughs) As soon as you said that, I immediately, like, had the feelings of then. (laughs) So I, I would prefer that not to happen. 
I have uh, good news. Nothing in this episode will require Caitlin to touch Cassie. I feel like that's just to be celebrated. Good. That good. <laughs> For um, all of us. But yeah, I, I'm terrible at making decisions, and apparently I'm terrible at asking people to be bridesmaids because I just, you know, poorly, I do it. I do it for shit. But this is why I have decided to make this episode the official interview for Cassie and Caitlin parting planning. TM, 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 TM. Oh my God. Oh what? my God. The time. Yes. It's our moment. Oh my God. I'm so excited. What? This is all I've ever wanted. <laughs> so as decisions are not my strong suit, I'm not ready to just like hand over the planning process to you because like I can't decide that. But this episode is your chance to convince me to make that choice. So oh God, throughout today's care. episodes, I will be episode. I will be giving you scenarios and tasks and your answers will be the deciding factor if I choose to hire you okay well wow. wow. i've never wanted anything more than this Ka- Kaylin, cassie Kaylin, Kaylin, listen up this could be big fucking game face bro we gotta do this, this okay could be real big this for- is this is the big one this is what we've been waiting for and cassie tm has done a wedding imagine how that sound that imagine fucking ring done a wedding can you the pictures are gonna be so good oh my god this is gonna be great oh, okay, i can't wait okay. the media the fucking media anyways okay yeah, okay, yeah. i'm so yeah. excited i'm so you guys ready yeah, I'm ready. I mean, yeah. So I know since we all, all three of us just have this struggle of making like stellar first impressions, I'm going to specifically ask you guys to fail right off the bat for the first prompt. I want you guys to share any fails for the week. We get them out of the way and then you guys can put your best foot forward in this interview process. So can mm-hmm. uh, you guys tell me how you've failed recently? Yes. If there's a award for failing, I think uh, all three of us deserve an award weekly. So I'm just going to quickly go and say I fell up the stairs this week. Not that funny because I fall up the stairs too often. But yes, I did fall up the stairs this week. But the biggest thing I failed at is I um, was a a keynote presentator on a zoom call for like a a large meeting of people and i was speaking and i was like i need to fucking jazz this bit up i need to make this exciting because what i'm talking about i was talking about fucking dental shit and stuff like that and you know not everyone finds that exciting and i need to be entertained too so cassie for a long time has been singing covid19 come get your teeth cleaned so guess what i did i sang that (laughs) i sang that at the end of my presentation. Um, and then I got zero response. I was able to look at everyone's face as they saw it because, of course, this is a Zoom call. So you can see everyone's fucking blank ass face when I read this. There's um, 50 plus people in this call. And so when I realized no one is buying this, no one is laughing, I decided, you know what? Fucking sell it harder, you bitch. I decided to heel turn, do a complete turn, and then finger guns at all of them. And then let's just continue to finger gun it out and then muted my mic. And that's how I went out. And then you the next the person had to pick up from that (laughs) honestly i you fucking nailed it that is so perfect and i'm i'm so glad that like i gave this marketing plan at like peak time i feel like i feel like maybe it missed the mark but what i really feel is maybe there's just too many people people on the zoom call and they were afraid to be the first one to get a chuckle out of that yeah so like everybody just like stayed quiet i don't think it was on the bit i think that would i think that was a fine i'm gonna tell you i tried this one other time where uh, I did a, uh, it was during Tiger King times when it was really hit and cool. And I, I did something about Tiger King and everyone fucking died laughing. They like turned on their fucking mat, like mics to fucking laugh. And this time, silence. All stone faces too. And I was you know like, what? It, I, this crowd, man, this crowd's all, it's <laughs> a crowd. tough it one out here. You, it was the Woo. crowd. Woo, it was a tough one. So yeah, my, uh, my fail was failing at entertaining old people. Uh, I mean, just people. The good news is I guarantee the guests at my wedding will love your singing and dancing. So, mm-hmm. oh yeah, they will. That's a proven fact. 
And McKenna, if I can go into my fail, I think my fail is possibly like if there's a weakness and a fail for me, it might be that I care too much and I'm too giving, uh-huh. I guess is what it would be. Because my fail was the people at PetSmart have now recognize me and they recognize me because like as soon as I like I've gone to there three times this week and they were like, you look familiar. And I'm like, yeah, I've been here quite a bit this week. And they're like, you are every time you get a toy. Is it for your dog? And I was like. Yeah, they're like, it's an absurd amount of toys you are (laughs) always buying from here. And I'm like, I know, listen, he's cute and I can't deny him anything. And I was like, as soon as I was like, he went to the vet, he he needs toys. And they're like, I get it. It's just a lot of toys. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, thank you. So I can no longer, I don't. Unnecessary judgment from a pet store that carries toys. I see you saying that, but I also see the large pile of toys that is so big that is no longer contained in its toy basket that Mm -hmm. is is just fucking everywhere also half of them are still under our couch and we he's have a, a backup toy bin. we have a, a backup toy bin of toys that have not been used yet that are just sitting waiting to be played with so he's we have like multiple toy areas he just loves toys they make him so happy like if he i spend some money it and just brings so much joy so exciting like especially i love like christmas we used to get like i grew up family dogs we used to always have wrapped little toys for our pups too and it was like they were I was more hyped to give them their Christmas present than to like get any of mine. Honestly. I mean, we gave our dog twenty three different toys for Christmas this year. So I mean needed. Feel ya. Feel ya, dude. That was all Feel from ya. Cassie. Again, I have a problem and <laughs> PetSmart has realized it. So <laughs> I'm surprised it took the them this long. You will like forego like food for yourself to go buy Murdoch. I'm honestly a very good toy. I honestly am. I'm like that drilled tweet where like I can't I don't know how to budget. It's like 90% of my income goes into toys to this dog and like yeah. I just don't know how. And that's yeah. just that's how I am. That's you just okay. heard that that was his toy. That was another toy. He decided to drop it. Yeah. He loves them. Because he loves it. So my fail, I'm not nearly as giving, but I do love Murdoch. I have bought him only one toy. I'm a terrible person. I'm sorry. You bought him a really good mat for his food. I so he can slobber all over the place. Food. Yeah. He still uses that. It's just hard. You see puppy things and you want to buy them but my fail is that we recently moved and our kitchen cabinets are kind of like sticky paint so i wanted to put Mm -hmm. down like contact paper to make them all neat and look all uniform and not have like my pots and pans meld to the cabinets yeah like take up the paint and everything it lifted all up because i was pretty sure that was going to happen so i was doing really good when we first like bought the house the first day before we even like moved in or anything my mom had run to the dollar tree and bought a super cheap tape measure real quick just so we could get the measurements of the appliances we needed and everything and i have a proper tape measure but it was in the other room so i was just using the dollar tree one measuring the cabinets cutting the contact paper going back and forth and i noticed that i kept getting little slices on my fingers when it would retract because it's really cheap and flimsy and would retract even though i had it in lock mode and then like the the fifth time or so it got my index finger real good and i was like oh you got to be careful you're gonna like you know and it bled a little bit so i put a band-aid on it and i was like okay go back um i proceeded to do this four more times to the point where one of the slices created like a crime scene in our living room and just oh no everywhere you gotta gotta stop doing this you gotta Uh, stop doing this man yeah, I looked like a little kid who had played on the monkey bars too much. I literally had band-aids over every single oh fingertip. <laughs> it was so bad. So um, my fail is I just don't learn. Apparently, like the first like three times I sliced my fingers open, I was like, oh, okay, that kind of stung a bit. I should be more careful. And then proceeded and then to still do went, it like three more times. Still went buck wild with that tape measure. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the problem was is it would like slice in between my fingers. So it'd get two at no. once. No. 
<laughs> God. Yeah. Nightmares. So, um, <laughs> the one thing I have learned, though, I just threw the tape measure out. I just tossed it Good. after that there real bad go. one. I was like, you know what? Yes. It's not worth it anymore. I don't need this 99 cent tape measure. <laughs> congrats and congrats. i threw it away um but now i have four more cabinets to do and i have not done them yet since my fingers have healed because i'm a little scared make nick do them you yeah can't. that's his job You've proven. Listen, i have injured myself enough and i would say that but um the first week we moved in he cut his hand open real bad on a razor blade so well now you're even it's tradesy's time definitely needed sti- the stitches so like you guys we, are wild we screwed up just a wear fucking gloves thing. like 24 7 i just think we need to get rid of sharp things we're just not we're not at that stage of life yet (laughs) we need you need the safety scissors scissors. yeah yes uh so those were some very very good fails um i really really appreciated that i feel better about myself too it just always happens that way and i think we're about ready to dive into this adventure but i want to go ahead and get my first task challenge out of the way for this wedding planning adventure Answer as soon as the first thing that comes to your mind. I want to know how good your impulses are, how quick you think on your feet. Mm-hmm. So here's a question. You both can provide an answer. It's not, you know, one over the other. You're a team. Yes. That's, yes, we are in a solid team at that. A solid team. That you will so, not regret um, hiring. Here's your first question. Where should we get married? In a establishment <laughs> that has walls. <laughs> but a unique establishment, if I may, like, elaborate. Like, you don't want to uh-huh. go to just any... Any boring, plain, easy place that just anybody can walk to. Like, you, you don't want to do, like, a public library. Too many people can all just go there. It's got to have you, multiple walls. Yeah. Got to have multiple walls. Lo- multiple walls. Lots of walls. Lots it, of walls. More than four. We yep. want at least eight for you books. At you know least what? eight. Two okay. people are becoming one. And That's that right. equals eight for some reason. <laughs> so don't even worry about that. Okay? Eight walls. I appreciate it. Lots of walls. Lots of walls. Just, That's pretty much the main description. One love, eight walls. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we got find, you. We're going to find that find space. Eight walls. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm going to put that as like a, a neutral. I'm going to give you guys each five points. We're hitting the ground running. We're starting. And you know what? Let's let's turn our attention a little bit back towards the original adventure, which is our log. We rolled an 18, which is what do we love? Oh, I'm so stoked for this one because this thing has been making me so happy. What I love right now is store music because right now we can't get out and about too far, but we can go to the store because we have to, right? And grocery stores have their own brand of music. They do. Clothing stores like a, a Target or something like that has its own style of music. So store music really, really gets me. I love music playing out loud. We can't really go to concerts right now. So like Target or like the grocery store is my concert venue right now. I am feeling all of the songs that they're throwing out there and it makes me so happy when i hear all these songs played out loud like it's been so fun just to like dance in the aisles or just hear it and just like bob your head for a bit so i i love store music i've always loved uh sorry loved dancing in like specifically grocery stores or yes. something just like it hits harder in a grocery store yeah and like nowadays like it, you used to get some weird looks when you were dance, dancing in a grocery store but now people are just like they're there with you they're just like yeah, yeah. nothing makes yes. sense anymore we cannot judge other people for pretty much anything just because you know weirdness is accepted yeah yeah I feel which like- is great and it should have been like that for a long time but grocery store dancing is especially fun if you have a cart and you have an empty aisle and you can kind of like gracefully roll forward like lean mm-hmm. on the cart and just do some sort of like ice skating move as you roll you know through the aisle oh, so, and then you yes dance. the full the dramatics spin. 
I'm really into the spins. It's just like how many how many can you get around? How many can you just keep going? Can mm-hmm. you like bend down farther? Like, am I gonna go all in this together? You know, kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's good. I love it. I fucking love it. Very I good. like kind of just like almost crawling and dipping or yeah. down the whole aisle as you're like trying to make a decision. Just weird movements, weird sideways movements down the aisle is my thing. Head Very bobbing, nice. head bobbing, side yeah. moving, side moving. It's good. It's good shit. I love it. Love that. Uh, what I love is I was thinking about the other day was um, I love when you're like hanging out with friends and you all get stuck on like just a really dumb joke or somebody does a one dumb, dumb thing and you all just like it's not that funny but you all just die laughing and nobody can recover from it. Like you guys laugh like where you're all to the point of like your sides hurt mm-hmm. and then you'll calm down a bit and then like they will just look at each other and it goes right back to busting up again. Mm-hmm. And like I just love those moments like we used to in high school we literally like half of our hangouts were just sitting around and we would laugh at one person's laugh because it was just so like (laughs) joyous and crazy like it would just like we could not like we'd spend at least an hour just laughing in a circle because like his laugh would get us every single time and we could not stop and i just love that yeah i'm like i miss that kind of in-person energy too because there is something about being next to each other and then like one person makes the eye contact once everyone's calmed down and it just explodes Uh again and you're like you don't Mm -hmm. even remember really what the original joke was but uh it will just. Or yeah. it wasn't even funny. It's like that's not even fucking funny. It's more funny is that person. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's genuinely like almost like never a funny fucking joke that gets the people that hard. It's something dumb. It's always very some, like something very very dumb, but just it's like wholesome. Very mm-hmm. wholesome. Um, my love is actually wholesome too because uh, guys, I still don't understand TikTok. I don't no. get it. No, uh, dude, it's I've not got for some us. Family who makes like. They make the dance videos and they're like becoming TikTok famous. I download it just to like watch them because they were like, did you see my video? I've got like 58,000 likes. What the hell? No. Wild. Uh, Wild. But then I discovered there is actually a really great part to TikTok. And I do actually love the app now because pretty much every aquarium has a TikTok. And yes, yes, they post videos of their otters and their seals and they'll do like the trends too like you know that wow you can really dance tiktok trend they do it with like the trainer and the seal going back and forth and it's fucking beautiful yes and then they also Love give that. facts too they'll be like this is a uh, this kind of fish what you don't know about it and they'll like tell you all sorts of interesting things about the aquariums See that, that i understand that i get and i'm here for it like that's that's what i could still handle yeah the one tiktok person that i have seen that i liked was a person who is allergic to to carrots who's trying to figure out are trying to eat small amounts of carrots in order to become non-allergic to carrots <laughs> it is my fucking favorite thing because she does it every day so like she started out with an ounce of carrot and she had like an EpiPen with her and Benadryl so like if she had a reaction oh she'd do it God. so she times it for 30 minutes and throughout the 30 minutes she explains like how she is and stuff like that so she's on two ounce ounces right now and it's like I'm oh watching this gosh. daily this I don't have journey. TikTok there's someone on my Twitter that watches it and they post their videos. So I just watch from Twitter and it's just so entertaining. I love it so much. That's fair. Wow. Someone eats carrots. I can't even remember her name. I know that is so good. Now I'm going to look it up and it's going to join my aquarium videos. My TikTok feed is going to be aquarium videos and someone who's eating carrots. Cause and carrots. Eating carrots. Trying to become non-allergic to carrots because she likes the taste of carrots. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's weird to think of like when I think of food allergies, I'm always like, thank God I'm not allergic to like fruit or nuts or something like that. I would never really consider a vegetable, but I would be real sad to lose carrots. It's yeah. a real good vegetable. 
mm-hmm. I'd be fine with it. But it's as soon as my body tells me I can't have it. That's when I'd be like, fuck you. I'm exactly. going to eat this shit. I'm going to eat it anyway. You can't tell me what to do. <laughs> what are you going to do? Kill me? Go for it. <laughs> Try. <laughs> Those are some very good loves. Caitlin, thank you for pointing out that every time we go grocery shopping, it's basically a little mini concert. It's the closest it we really get is. anyway. So I'm going to give you 500 points. And yeah. For your love. Forgive me. Of just laughing with friends. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. And I miss that. And I feel like I have so many memories of doing that. But in the last like, I want to say three months, that hasn't really happened at all. And it's kind of depressing to think of it that way. We can can stare at each other's eyes long enough where it just becomes funny. So if you want later, we can do that. No, thank you. But again, I am still working towards crying. So eventually a tear will come out. But still. Yeah. No, no. She'll cry and then we'll just start laughing because she's crying. And then she'll start laughing because she's crying too. And it'll be like a good time. So don't worry. We got it planned out. That sounds sounds like a good plan. Itinerary check. Look at how good we are at planning. So good at planning. Listen, uh, Cassie, you're also going to get 500 points. Very excellent planning. And speaking of planning, you guys ready to decide something else? But of course. For this. So um, I want you guys to get as wild and honest and crazy because I know there's just a lot I need to prepare for if you guys are my planners. So Mm -hmm. decisions Mm -hmm. are tough. Decisions that are solely about me, even tougher. So I cannot figure out what kind of dress to pick. I haven't even tried one on yet. So please give me a description of the dress you think I should buy uh, so that when I shop I just pick that one and stop with only that one and don't give myself more options holy hell wow okay we, so you know we watch say yes to the dress bitch you, oh yeah you're ready for this so exactly need, I know you're ready for this I know like the most popular on say yes is a panina tournay but a panina but uh McKenna I don't think you're a panina bride and, definitely like, not. I, I, I'd have to agree with that yeah I, I don't think you're a Haley Page bride either I would have to say you're a books bride what that means 100%. is I want to see you walking down the aisles uh, with the best pages of the book, The Giver. So I want to see uh-huh. a white dress that only has little flecks of black, which are the writings on pieces of paper. So I want your that whole is- dress to be book you simply you nailed it that's immediately where i went to because yeah. parks and rec you know she had like the news clippings and everything yeah. just on the bottom your full dress but yes. it's gonna be like hers was kind of a more a shorter almost like prom dress i loved it but it wasn't more of a prom yours is still gonna be regal as fuck yeah like, i don't want to be ta- fucking tacky this Mm-mm. you are Mm-mm. not a tacky girl books your fucking the train, your train you. is going to be absurd yes and you are going to be a real fire hazard i would say page okay. turner for sure page turner All right. page hot as hell turner. Yep. Hot, hot as hell for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I do love like, you know, that my dress would come with a fire hazard warning. Like yep. very Fahrenheit four, don't, 451. 451. Yeah, yeah. Just like this dress will burn. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. I'm going to tell the DJ to have multiple songs ready about letting things burn. Like this, this fire burning on the dance floor. Yeah, that's always just, a good winning one. This it's girl going is down. on fire. Yeah. That's Alicia a good one. Keys. Yes. All of it. Like that's going to be okay. a large portion of the playlist just in case it does happen. Yeah. Okay, good. And then the final song should just be like, we didn't start the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, 100%. Just so yeah. you guys, as you guys exit. Yeah, so we're not held, our walkout song. We're not held liable for this, even yes. though it was fully planned out. Like, yes, <laughs> it's going to be, we didn't start the fire. And then a whole legal reading right after that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we let her know beforehand. <laughs> just for your entertainment, this is not liable <laughs> for anything going on right now. That was brilliant, guys. I really appreciated your answers. I think you tailored that perfectly to me. Exactly. Um, you clearly understand who I am as a bride, what I'm looking for. So I'm going to go ahead and give you each 100 points for that excellent answer. Thank you. All right. And I'm going to roll again. And I rolled a seven, which is throwback. Now, for my throwback, I wanted to talk about 
making music videos with your friends. Oh, God, books. Didn't we live it through... It really s- could just be videos in general, but music videos were usually the jumping off point. Oh. Yeah. This was a painful time. Um, <laughs> this was a big thing for our age group growing yeah. up. We had just gotten cameras oh. and shit, and I don't know why we gravitated yeah. towards music videos. Mm-hmm. I think because we because planned... they were exciting. They yes. were just so obscure, and you always planned them like in car trips and stuff. Like It just like mm-hmm. made sense, so there, there's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can just think of, Cassie, we did one in college where I dressed up as Gandalf, and <laughs> oh, yeah. I was Gandalf the whore. You can find that one on YouTube still, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, good. And uh, I had You Shall Not Pass uh, written on my ass. Uh, and I tried to twerk and it was just a, a, a fail. We've, um, we've grown since we've then. Grown, we've That's grown. A, you can't have these still out there. I feel <laughs> I forgot that was out there. That yeah, was a mistake. There. Yep. There's, yeah, some scary things that I'm like, that could still be on YouTube. Yeah. I don't know. Luckily, there. luckily, when I was like real young, I didn't have, I don't know, if, I don't think YouTube was out when I first started. Because when I remember doing music videos, I know there's a super embarrassing one of me and my old friends doing an sync one. Oh, on a super I terrible. I've seen that one. Yeah. Oh. That one actually. Should hopefully be down from everywhere. Because that one, it's just posted up like on one of our like little like dressers. And we kind of just like walk across the screen, lip sync, and then like go back into screen. And um, our oh fashion sense is fucking terrible in it. so <laughs> there's definitely one of my cousin and i and one of our friend doing um i think it's pink's oh gosh i don't remember what the song's called but it's like they can't hold me down mm-hmm. one yeah. and it's uh it's got like some lines that we interpreted to very raunchy dance moves oh like eight-year-olds <laughs> so wow uh, <laughs> oh man that's we were, my favorite you know, like mean girls when the little sisters just dancing to milkshake yeah, yeah. like I, I was not that kid, but my cousin and her friend were. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I was that kid that uh, clearly just followed. Yeah. So oh, man. they came up with the choreography and there are probably somewhere in storage tubs in someone's, you know, storage unit. Videos of us as kids dancing to that. And we danced to Eminem songs. We made oh, man. As kids mm. also. Mm, so good. Um, Delectable. Very good times. Yeah. That I, was, I'm surprised you're doing, I never did choreographed ones. Ours no. were always very free form just like this our song you get this you get this verse this chorus oh, like no, we practice no. we okay then we're gonna swing our arms over here we're gonna do this okay and then we'd have formations it was usually three people oh, and then we'd rotate okay. to the front we were all like they were pageant kids and okay. then mm-hmm. um all of us were cheerleaders too oh. so i think that was just very much i don't know ingrained in us because yeah i think all of us by age nine were cheerleaders so. oh wow I had a friend, Kat, who for every birthday party she'd throw, she'd have a dance routine made for all of us to like watch. So we'd all sit down and we watch her perform. And then she'd like teach us a part of the dance so then we could all do it together. What? So like, yeah, yeah. Her fucking birthday parties were my fucking favorite. And then (laughs) her dad. So like confidence too. I would know. Yeah. Hey, watch me do this dance routine. I'm that kudos to her that she choreographed like yeah anyways so her dad would record these and like i still know her so her dad brought it up and he showed me one of the videos like not too long ago and like i was singing karaoke and like dancing at the same time and then like everyone would say it was bad it's bad it's bad looking at now but it was very fun and it's hilarious but that's the only one i stand by that one that one still kicks ass yeah that's a good one i do remember when i was probably 15 or so a like younger family friend was having a birthday party and the hannah montana movie had just come out oh everyone knew hannah montana yes yeah, she wanted to do the dance from that movie, the like the hawks and side, move side to side, jump yes. to the left, stick it, glide. 
zigzag yeah so we all like all of us older sisters learned Uh the dance routine and then performed it at her birthday party oh wow the kids the dance routine as well and i'm sure there's a video of us somewhere doing that oh my god that is so good i feel like Uh i really missed out on this choreographed one because even like we did another one in college. I don't know why we did so many. I remember us doing Carly Rae Jepsen, Call Me Maybe. Oh, yeah. And that one oh, was very... Oh, I did that one in college, too. Yeah. 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 That one was very freeform, because at one point, you had tried to give me a written down number, and I wasn't paying attention, yeah. so I just did not take a number from you. Yeah. Yeah. It was so. good. It was perfect, though. It was not planned, but it was good. Yeah. It was planned, but it was Please not planned like that. that one's on YouTube as well. I believe I that one is still on YouTube. Yeah, Can't tell it's, you. So good. it's footy pajama girl does call me maybe or something like that. <laughs> There's a footy pajama saga from college footy pajama girl. <laughs> There's, There's actually like thousands of views on those, which I don't know why the fuck people are watching that shit. But I stand by footy pajama girl. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's a whole one of me crying about Josh Hutcherson too. That one has the most views. Fun fact. Oh my god, oh I my forgot god. about I those. I hope like five years from now that just suddenly becomes like a huge trending video. I never want to see it like, ever again. Up. It's out there and like, I just leave I it up there. Five years from now, we see it trending on Twitter. Did you guys watch Footy Pajama Girl crying over Josh Hutcherson back in like 2012? <laughs> Check out this girl crying over Josh Hutcherson in Footy Pajamas. There is honestly like our freshman year in college was a completely different experience when most yeah. people talk about college like yeah. we had the weird hall yeah. and the, they were all down to get weird well, fucking weird <laughs> and you guys shit. liked each other see that like never <laughs> happens i don't talk to my freshman roommate anymore we did not get along very well we were certainly not making music videos together mm-hmm. so. yeah yeah it changes yeah, so things you guys had an unusual unusual experience um that was brilliant thanking for thank you for delving into some very distant and some like not so distant memories. I mean, it was nine years more, ago. But. More frequent than I would like for sure. Yeah. <laughs> more recently. Yeah. See, I think the last music video I really made was when I was 12. So. I mean, Cassie and I made one like two weeks ago. You were part of it. We all three made one. That's not a music video. Oh, that's a video. That okay. was a sketch. Thank you very much. <laughs> we are a We're comedians. We're basically SML. Thank you. We are professionals now. Hey, Netflix. We're ready. We've got this sketch comedy thing down. <laughs> hey, Netflix. We're super not. We're super fucking not. Listen, Netflix will come with proper video editors and everything. You know what? Have to, like, You're right. Just act. That's We're it. Ready. We got we just that. Gotta be in those videos. <laughs> Listen, my acting skills top. Honestly, <laughs> yours were very, very good. I'm going to be completely honest. <laughs> Books. loved it loved i uh rewatched some of those and uh because i was trying to clear a space and they popped up on my downloads folder and it's just videos of me looking so dead inside <laughs> like, uh, oh God. see you got in character that's what we needed though you nailed it i, I did get very in character so great job 700 points each yes! oh thank you i really loved that All right, guys, this is a very important question because this is the question that tripped me up and made me answer or ask someone to be part of my bridal party, not formally or not in a good way. And then they cried. So if you guys could solve this, I'll probably not do it to another friend of mine. So what, where and what will the bachelorette party be like? Oh, man, I thought it was going to be how to ask. First of all, if you do want to know how to ask, it's obviously a music video, a choreographed music video. Or I was going to think, oh, you guys are so bright. Or Mm -hmm. you can send him a book and tell him to read it at the very end on the last page. It says, like, will you be my bridesmaid? Oh, I want like a kid's book. Yeah, they're never going to accept. It's going to be five years from now and be like, hey, did you get your dress? And be like, what dress? (laughs) That's why it'll be great because it's like, you have to fucking care. You're in my wedding, bitch. This shows you really matter. (laughs) 
anyways, your bachelorette party. Bachelor- yes. Oh, we're not doing a typical, like, we're not going to Vegas. No, no, or no. A, like a, uh-huh. We're not doing any of those. What you need is I'm either, I'm thinking paintball, where we all get, like, I want you in, you're in a wedding dress, but yes. it's like a cheap wedding dress, like a thrift store uh-huh. wedding dress that's gone through, like. No, we're putting in a fucking panina tournée. You know, okay, we're putting you in a panina. Because you're not wearing panina. You're wearing much better than that. You're wearing books. Oh, okay. So, yes, we're going to go paintballing. We're going to ruin that dress. We're going to have a fun Ruin that probably like $15,000 dress. Mm -hmm, Okay. Yeah. mm -hmm. Yes. On this one, we have an unlimited budget, apparently. So I'm excited (laughs) for that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So your paintball dress is going to be fucking ruined, right? And Mm -hmm. um, your bridesmaids are going to be there. And they're not going to be the one shooting you. They're actually going to be ones protecting you. Because once you get all this cool paintball look on your dress, you want to keep it like that. So then your your bridesmaids, we're going to make sure that they do an awesome choreographed dance around you so that they can protect you from getting shot anymore by any more paintballs. Because the art, it's done. The art is perfect. You are perfect. Books is complete. That's awesome. your bachelor party. That's your bachelor party. <laughs> it's just it's just paintball with a wedding dress on. And, and, and a choreographed it. dance. And a choreographed dance. And a choreographed dance for my protection. Yes. Yes. We will also do, we'll probably also, it'll probably be up like in the cabins or something. So you can, because you do like to relax as well. So we're going to go hard, but then we're going to have like just chill, chill chill at a time. So like I'm going to get beat the shit out of from paintballs, but then I'll get to go relax and curl up with a book. Yes. And it's going to be like three days, three days of just relaxing. It'll be really Mm -hmm. nice. And then um, we're going to get you some good alcohol too. So you can relax with alcohol too. Good, good. My only request is I want like some sort of drone to videotape the whole paintball scene. Of course. I'm going to get sh- beat <laughs> yeah. the shit out of with paintballs. I want it videotaped. If there's going to be I a choreographed this. dance and you getting the shit beat out of you, of course, we're going to have like 15 drills in here. Beautiful. Not what I expected, but I love that it's not what I expected. So uh, great job. That's going to be another... 150 points each. I think oh. we're nailing this interview. Right. And you know what, guys? You guys are doing such a spectacular job. I feel like you have earned a bit of a break just Ooh. because you've been so incredible. So why don't we go ahead and take a quick break? We can tech- check out another show that's just very funny and great. And we can do that now. W-I-D-K. Is your morning commute too much fun? Do you wish listening to the radio sucked even more? Join Fish Stick. It stops you from pooping, but it has its own good chemicals that fight the bad chemicals in you, and that's why yogurt's good for you. Lulu. I don't like shellfish to eat. It feels wrong, like you're just prying open someone's house and you're like... The Professor. If you really think about it, a hot dog is just a soft-shell bologna taco. And mulch. I don't want a body like John Cena because that just seems like a lot of extra spaces to have to clean. Like, there's a reason he's completely shaved this is i don't know radio the only show that delivers more than you wanted and less than you hope for search widk in your podcast app wow wasn't that a great show loved it so good so so good um i would say maybe we can like you know try to steal some ideas from them but we're just too chaotic and i love that about us so Mm -hmm. we're gonna stick with doing us and i am gonna roll and get back into that adventure all right, I rolled a five, which is advice for pop culture characters. And um, my advice comes out of seeing a movie that I never really wanted to watch. But because I suck at making decisions, I ended up watching. The other night, Nick wanted to like put a movie on in the background. And I couldn't decide what movie to put on or make a decision about anything. And so as like punishment for me refusing to make a decision, he decided to put the 2015 Fantastic Four on which he knows oh. like oh i never no. it's bad it's very bad oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, he threatened yeah. he was like if you don't make a decision i'm just gonna turn this on and i was like i can't decide and he was like fine and he turned it on and then like put uh started playing the switch or whatever and so we just let it play in the background but i finally saw like 
most of it as I was grading students' essays. And uh, it's bad. I don't yeah. think you need yeah, me to is. tell you that. I don't. Have you guys both seen it? Yes. Yeah. Oh, theaters. okay. Oh. <laughs> 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 Oof. Oof. I'm sorry. Yeah. I did I try too. to watch it like years ago. And I think I got maybe 10 minutes in and I just turned it off because I was bored. So... Mm. Yeah, I did at one point try to watch it, but the other night I finally did watch it. And my advice is actually for Victor Doom because, I mean, when he's just a dumb villain and the whole movie is bad, but his whole arc is that he's left him presumed dead on this other universe planet. And um, then like five years later, they return and they find him alive and they bring him back to Earth to kind of make him better. But he ends up being like super pissed that they took him away from this planet that was giving him strength and power and everything. And he liked being left alone and mutated into this villain so he steals like their machine that lets them transport between them and opens up some sort of wormhole to like destroy the earth but all spoilers (laughs) spoilers ahead (laughs) for this 2015 film that flopped terrible Um, film but he could have like accomplished everything he wanted and not died if all he had done was escaped back by stealing their machine and then just destroyed the equipment because mm-hmm. they would have never been able to follow him back. He could have yeah. lived alone like he wanted to, getting power from this planet. And they discussed earlier in the film that the Earth was eventually going to die because people were fucking it up anyway. So he didn't have to destroy it. It was going to do it to itself anyway. And then he could have just lived. But he had to create this like wormhole. And then they had to have a very pathetic fight <laughs> at the very last like five minutes of the movie. So Villains are all into the dramatics, though. So you know you got to leave it. Like He would be too bored if he didn't leave an option yes. open for them but to come the back and get him. But he's the worst villain ever. His whole desire is to just be alone like it's not domination that's what he He thinks he wants power he just he just like leave me alone that version of him is not very good yeah no 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 the real the real victor is actually a legitimate villain but this interpretation was just a moody emo kid who (laughs) didn't like people well aren't we all a little moody but uh so my advice uh i'm gonna go into a i guess it's a reality tv show it's called marrying millions it's on hulu right now it's um a very fucking good watch if you have some time and it's basically just regular people marrying millionaires or like being with a millionaire and then just their lives together so it's kind of like following them so uh one of the couples the girl is really happy with her millionaire boyfriend and like they seem to like have a good like healthy ish relationship and her friends are not on board with this granted she is like 21 and her friends are not happy and he's just like a couple years older than her but it's not like a weird age gap kind of thing right so my uh advice would be for the friends of this girl to be supportive of their friend who is with a super rich person because he's not treating her bad and because that's what she wants she wants a sugar daddy and she's got herself a sugar daddy and that's what she's expressed to you guys so my advice is just to to accept people with sugar daddies because you know they're living their best life out there right now and they're they're getting all their good shit and their significant others happy too so everyone's happy yeah honestly like if one of you matched up with a sugar daddy and you were happy and no one was like you know not happy in the relationship i'd be 100 yeah. percent supportive of it because listen life is hard and if life you is have hard. that extra security kudos to you 
That's the dream. So the advice, yes, support that, but also take it a little bit further. Realize the opportunity that you now have because that money goes deep and he will also want her her friends or their friends to be like happy as well. Mm -hmm. And there's going to be so many trips that like you are invited to stuff's just paid like this. All you're going to do is like send a quick text of like, hey, look at this amazing thing that just opened in Italy. And they're going to be like, Mm -hmm. "Okay, I bought us tickets. Let's go. Yes. Yes. Or daddy gives you credit card and then you can just book it on your own yeah this is the fucking dream 100 and guys you know what i'll try it i'll see yes <laughs> please do cassie i, I support you 100%. and your daddy search this is all i needed this cassie is all I needs needed. a daddy is that gonna be your next podcast yeah all yes. right he needs a daddy that's <laughs> gonna be perfect that's not gonna get the wrong vibe at all nope. no find me a daddy no, it's foolproof it's gonna succeed absolutely it's gonna get me a daddy without a doubt so <laughs> and then we're gonna write off your coattails of being rich so yeah. <laughs> the production I'll, value is going to be so much better on this show. You just fucking wait. Offer my daddy dollars. Daddy dollars. <laughs> I got enough to spread around you guys. You are welcome. Uh, my advice uh, is, McKenna, your advice was for a villain, and I'm also going to go for a villain. So I've been watching Stargirl. So again, my advice is for a character from Stargirl, but I'm going for one of the villains. And this guy, his real his name in real life, he owns a gym. So he refers on being called Crusher, but his villain name is Sportsmaster. Oh my God. So, and um, just from that name, if you don't realize the gym that is Sportsmaster, like he is fully, he is the Sportsmaster. So oh my, my advice is actually going to be us to take advice from Sportsmaster because he is so goddamn committed to his role, you guys. Every single thing about him, like all of his weapons are either like baseballs that he, and he just takes out a baseball bat. Like he only beats people by hitting a baseball bat oh or he's God. got little hockey pucks that are bombs and he hits those with oh a hockey God. stick Beautiful. and it sticks to them. <laughs> and then what really sold Sportsmaster to me, he obviously has like terrible phrases, sports phrases as well. He's Good. always got to like... Y- like talk to coach and all that stuff but what like really to take from Sportsmaster is at the end when he like loses a fight or even whenever he's gonna leave a scene is he has you know the little birdie from when you play badminton yeah yeah so he uh shoots that up into the air with a rack racket and it turns out that's a smoke bomb oh. and that is how this motherfucker leaves a scene oh that's God. amazing so always my advice just always use smoke bombs yes. always leave room with smoke bombs and if it could be tied to your persona which is Sportsmaster sports do that so I also fucking love good. that like it's just like his brand is so thorough as a villain that it's like yeah. every little piece of what he fights with and what makes him a villain is tack- like you know last back is to so his good. brand so mm-hmm. you'll never yeah. doubt it's beautiful that's that's so, fucking sportsmaster if we were like a villain and we'd be podcaster as villain like <laughs> what would we throw would we throw mics that would be bombs and then what would be our smoke bomb would it be like a um, pop filter? Like stickers? Stickers. It'd stickers. Be a D20. <laughs> or instead of just like instead of smoke bombs, we just have like um what are those like audio bombs where it's like the frequency oh, hits yeah. too high yeah. where it like drops yes. you? We'll just drop like vocal fry at people Yo. and it just like <laughs> destroys them and it won't Plosives. actually be like a perfect part of it we'll just have Ka- uh, caitlin screech yeah. i'm just a banshee i'm a banshee good uh, oh i good. love that all right caitlin for your advice of you know supporting your friend and her rich rich boyfriend yes she's happy uh, and their love happy. which is clearly just pure and wholesome and let her be 1200 points that's brilliant yes cassie I now, like, watching the bad Fantastic Four, I was like, my God, I don't even know if I like superheroes now. Mm-hmm. You have reaffirmed my faith in superheroes and villains, and I now want to be a villain. Yeah. Um, so just because I've I realized there's so many more opportunities. Honestly, 
actually you thought like all that you thought you had to go super hard and it had to be this big thing but no it can just be you're into sports and this is your mm. villain origin story i'll ask boston so i don't potential. care who knows <laughs> uh so yeah that was fantastic a thousand points thank you all right guys we're getting down to the final details and i have some some important questions so we're getting down to the final questions um this next one is very important it's something people remember the rest of the the event so what song do you select as nick and i's first dance oh my oh, god wow Okay, it's not your first dance song, but you do have to come down to the aisle to an instrumental playing of Yellow by Coldplay <laughs> because it's a really subtle nod. Like as soon as people know it's Yellow, it hits so good, but it sounds beautiful when it's just instrumental. Right. So um, I just I do know what you're walking down to the aisle. Give me a second to think about first dance because it's so so important. If you, uh, Caitlin, you want to contribute a different song? Yeah, Nick, your fiance does a song. What is it? Three it's six. Called Get low. <laughs> On the, okay, so your fiancé does a song called Get Low uh, on the piano mm-hmm. version, though. And so I would like someone to come over with coattails and go on the piano and start playing that. And he's singing it to you as you guys are dancing together to your first Those dance. opening line. Yeah. 365, dear, I'm your yeah. What more could I hope for on my wedding day? Yeah, yeah. It's just so beautiful. Like, people are going to be so inspired and realize that he's love gonna, is real. He's going to say, Oskeet skeet, motherfucker, right to your face, as like you guys have just been married. And what's more romantic what than that? Ah, skeet skeet, motherfucker. That is the definition like, of love. What's more and, reassuring? You know, the fact that he's going to tell me he wants to play with my panty line, I'm just going to feel so loved <laughs> at that moment. <laughs> That's the same. That's yeah. the same song. Yeah. That was the right song, same, right? Same song. Okay. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. One hundred percent. I was like, so, I remember him singing this. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. That I think that has to be it because it's true to like that's just part of your guys' yeah. history. Yeah. There's so much to that song, and it's just so beautiful and touching. And I think all the parents and their kids that they have brought along yes. as well are You're really right. going to enjoy it. Six-year-old yeah. niece is going to really appreciate knowing and looking back on that memory that her aunt got married mm-hmm. yeah. to get low. Once she knows what it is, it's going to be so funny to her. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be so funny. You're going to be the funny aunt, dude. I, I approve of this plan. We're, we're creating lifelong memories here at Caitlin and Cassie TM Well, uh, and events. what you guys are really doing, too, is you are making sure my wedding is so unique and not like any other person's. So, exactly. oh, absolutely not. We, we know what we, you want. We are. We simply cannot provide a cookie cutter anything mm-hmm. with our events. That's the one guarantee you're going to get is it's going to be unlike any other party. Well, That's I, right. I have to say you guys are selling me very, very well. And for that, I'm going to give you each 300 points because that was brilliant. I think we got time for another roll. Ooh. All right. We rolled a two, which is Caitlin's number. Ho-ho! And for this one, um, Cassie gives Caitlin, who is our animal expert, an unusual animal so we can educate everyone on all of the facts of that animal. And you, of course, give us the very good sound. Yes, of course. Every single time. So, Caitlin, it's it's the only reason we have this role, really. (laughs) Let's be real. It's just we need an excuse for this moment. Uh, Caitlin, your animal this week is the Mola Mola. (laughs) <laughs> mola mola all right so you want to know about this mole it bear burrows it's got the star nose it's very fucking cute it's probably the size of a large whale shark and yes it does live under our continent and beneath your feet so uh that's that's the mola mola it's a fucking big so it is so large it's guttural like like sound it's so deep you really can't hear it um but experts have actually found a way to like kind of harness that sound it's not exactly spot on what another mola mola would would sound here but it's as close as we can get so i just want to know if you if you if you guys are ready for this i think so i mean i think Ah. wow oh my god it's beautiful Ah. i did not think it was gonna be like that Ah. 
Well, such a big creature. It's normally very notes. deep, but you know, the mola mola, when, when it's translated to our ears, that's how we hear it. And it's beautiful. Oh, wow. So to yeah. other mola molas, it's deeper though? It's like, ah! like, okay. like yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. so screamo. Yeah. yeah. Aretha yes. Franklin to screamo is what we do. When we get <laughs> They're hardcore. to us, it's a little more choir, like, got mm, it. Yeah. 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 I would equate it to Brendan oh, okay. Yeah. We're going, we're going to church and they're going to the pit. Uh, yeah. So like, I'm into that. That's right. I'm definitely into that. Well, Caitlin, we seem to have found different animals really that's weird my mola mola is it is it it is the one common thing is that it is huge it is gigantic that's right so um the mola mola i found is a huge ass fish and oh. it's i'm just gonna call them like the himbo fish because they are just big dumb kind fishes is oh, like good. all i found Honestly, about it himbo. so you guys like it, this fish i looked it up i had to and it looks like if a four-year-old was coloring and cr- drew a fish yes and someone turned it into a real fish like that is the exact that's 100 <laughs> percent. Like. i straight up have that written like it is that shitty fish that you grew up learning yes. to draw just like multiplied by a hundred it is just a huge ass fish it has kind eyes it's got that's, it's so eyes. super They're kind so fish cute. kind kind eyes it's very kind eyes so they are actually one of the largest bony fish um in the world Bone. they weigh behind between 540 to 2205 pounds oh, um they look yeah they have like so they're just like giant fishes their bodies are huge and then the their bodies are so big that their fins look a little bit smaller than everything so it's just a very good proportion and they're like when you look at their eyes it looks like they have like five brain cells that are just working in overdrive (laughs) all the time like they are just working so goddamn hard and these guys were actually my favorite fact about them was for a while they were classified as plankton because they kind of just let themselves be blown around by the ocean like they moved so little and did so like didn't like attack didn't do anything where they were classified as plankton because they just like barely swam or anything well, their fin placement's not really helping them out i don't think they could swim that great they definitely can't move very fast but um it turns out they do like they sunbathe they go from like the depths to the top but they are just incredibly kind fish and they don't like they don't care to bother anybody so there's like tons of pictures of divers just like taking selfies with them and everything they're just kind giant fish they are so kind it looks like they hang out with seals a lot too because it looks like seals are just like chilling on them like they're mm-hmm. rock yeah well i mean they don't move very so fast or far cool. so it's kind of like you know just take a little rest i'm it's like a moving little rest stop i love these mola wow. molas yeah they're they're good little guys i i really love the i normally don't really like anything that lives in the ocean um especially when it's gigantic. yeah that really creeps yeah, me scary. out scary i honestly if one of these came up to me i'd be like oh cool you you're chill look at your eyes it's got like you're kind so eyes and the tiniest of mouths it's, it's just tiny, very small mouth. and the mouth. eyes are like really on the sides of their body so yeah mm-hmm it's a tiny like their mouth is probably the size of your fist and this whole like fish itself is like the size of like three people so like that's just how big small its mouth is it's just so small all right guys i have one one last wedding scenario which is a worry of mine and i just want to know what you guys would handle Uh, oh caitlin i'm so sorry i forgot to give you points 400 points for that brilliant description and cassie i got to give you 100 points just for introducing us to this beautiful beautiful creature thank you and now your final scenario and as my wedding planners you know this is kind of something that i would expect or hope you guys would be able to handle because i'd be worried about this a family member of mine probably an uncle gets very drunk at my wedding starts mumbling incoherently um talking to people that aren't you know on his side of the family and it's starting to make a bit of a scene not because he's mean or anything just because he's that drunk what do you do we have a brig at your wedding 
and we're gonna throw him in there but it's gonna be like a cool brig where there's like gonna be like cool play activities like he's gonna be able to paint he's gonna be able to make you a craft as like a wedding gift because maybe he forgot to bring you a wedding Uh gift or left it in the car something like that we're gonna have a nice little craft area for him but it's gonna be totally a cell and it's gonna be a brig inside of our eight walled uh unity Mm -hmm. uh location and we're gonna be able to draw him in because we have a natural ability to like we can really corral the drunkles mm-hmm. we're yes. kind of like drawn our open personalities where yes. we just kind of flow with things are a real welcoming thing to all drunkles because they'll say the most wild thing and we will go off that conversation point and then kind of just lead them over to the brig like yes. we are natural magnets for him already and then we're just going to create the perfect little fun space for him where mm-hmm. he's going to be so one so entertained and also just out of the way you're yep. not even going to know wow. he was there there's it's gonna not be a, a really good chair in there too he's going to love but, that you chair know, not the chair is so could possibly sober up a bit and rejoin the wedding you know oh sleep in that chair it's a good chair to sleep in also those the recliners he's gonna get so drawn into that craft and making you a heartfelt craft that he will sober up yes beautiful and he's also going to give you a really good gift. This yeah. is a brilliant plan. From the heart. Um, and I approve wholeheartedly. I think that might be your best answer yet. So each of you. <sighs> right at the end. We brought it home. get another 500 points for that beautiful, beautiful response. I, and now this has to be incorporated into my wedding. Have that break ready because it's definitely. Yeah, when you're looking needed. at spaces, ask him if there's a room okay. for a break. Do you guys have a break? <laughs> Like cells. So, like, do you have a cell where I could throw like my the, drunk uncle? Like, like, like do you got one? We could kind of lock them in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can like do like a kid fence if we like make it like eight, ten mm-hmm. feet high. Like, yeah. Usual kid fence, right? Beautiful. That was actually fantastic, guys. And I think that's a good place for us to, you know, kind of round out our adventure. Since you guys are already running on a high of succeeding and kicking ass at answering these wedding questions, can you guys go ahead and share with me your other successes for this week that are not wedding related? Well, uh, McKenna, I have something to share with you and this is by far something i feel like has made me so fucking happy recently and i am a proud owner of of one beautiful taylor lautner t-shirt it is owned it was previously owned by taylor lautner was in his closet i bought it for 25 dollars. that's all it cost me 25 dollars, and i own a t-shirt that taylor lautner wore for a long time and then he kept it in his closet and didn't wear it for another long time but you know what i still have it and guess what it came with one dog hair on it and you know how happy i am i almost fucking cried when i opened this in the mail i am that is the biggest success ever (laughs) was the biggest moment for her i got very excited yeah it's unreal because the the it's a tank we keep said t-shirt it should be noted it is a tank top top. i like it but um, burgundy tank top I got a very excited message, uh, text message informing me that the shirt had come. And then an even more excited message that there was a dog hair on it. Yeah, his dog hair. And then I had to, when she came home, the t-shirt had barely moved. It had been up on the counter so she could show me this dog hair. Yeah, I had to show her the dog hair. I sent her a picture of the dog hair, but it was hard to see because it's like a dog hair. So like, Was you know, it Taylor yeah. Lautner's puppy's hair or Taylor Lautner playing the werewolf yes, uh, from 100%. hair? <laughs> no, it's Taylor Lautner. He has a dog. The dog is so cute, really. Um, and I uh, asking this, it was her. It was her hair. Yeah, of course, it was Lily's hair. Obviously, obviously. McKenna, you must know this. Yeah, and his girlfriend sent it to me, so it was cool. My success is also something that I've wanted ever since I was a child. Um, <laughs> I uh, in the office, we got a we got like eighty five percent of the office got new wheels on all of our chairs and these wheels oh my god they are straight up like razor scooter wheels amazing because they're made to not mess up the floor which means that they roll amazingly wow all got these 
today and also today all of upper management decided to go to lunch together oh (laughs) we had a full obstacle course and timed each other to see who could get through the office the quickest on these chairs and uh it was magical and we i only there was only one dude who went into a wall so honestly (laughs) all around huge success anyone fall out of the chair no wow no honestly because like it was super exciting because we all got them on at once and Uh like we were told we knew they'd roll pretty well but it was like you would barely you would sit down and like barely put your foot back and you would roll so we instantly were like yo (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad you guys seized that opportunity right when you could too yeah it's it was the perfect group of all of us that got it that were dumb and like this is all we wanted to do like we are the type where as soon as you put us in something that rolls really well we have to go hard as hell so I my fail or my success just sounds kind of like a fail now. Like I don't even want to follow that up because it was nowhere near as fun as either of yours. Even I think I would have taken Taylor's so shirt over this. You cannot take his shirt. I, I don't want it. It's mine. Uh, that was a lie. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she simply just does not You're want bitch. it. <laughs> uh, but my my success is that I unpacked all of our boxes because we just moved. Not nah, dude. That's a um, success. That's a nightmare. So, so. It's, yeah, it was. It's a success in that like accomplishment feeling and like not living out of suitcases and boxes feels real good. We have all of our dishes and stuff. Um, so yeah, that was my success. It does. It's so much better to have it all out. So those are some great successes. And honestly, I have to say my new success is really just this episode with you guys because I don't even need to know the points. You guys are officially hired. That was brilliant. You have all. Yes. Yes. yes! yes! Hell yeah, Caitlin. You, we nailed that This is exactly what we needed. Oh my god! So How excited. much are we getting paid? We'll discuss I mean, later. Okay, okay all right. I'll, just, I'll leave that out there. But <laughs> so no Panina. <laughs> uh, but I, you know what? I I don't need the points to decide if you guys are going to be hired. But I would like to know them, Caitlin. Uh, can you give us those point totals? Yes. So at the bottom of the leaderboard with eighty two thousand and uh, eighty two thousand two hundred and eight points is going to be me. In the middle with eighty two thousand seven hundred and seven points is Cassie, and at the top of the leaderboard with eighty four thousand five hundred and forty eight points is going to thank you all right so if you want more of us this show was not quite enough don't worry you can get more of us you can go on and head on over to patreon.com slash unnatural 20s where you can get all sorts of content for as little as a dollar a month if you can't swing that we completely understand if you're on a budget you can still get free stuff from us if you go over free free stuff. stuff so much free stuff if you go over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review and then let us know, you know, social media, email, let us know you wrote us a little g- a review. We will go ahead and send over some dice your way. If you are so awesome and already, you know, wrote us a review, already got some dice, don't worry. We still have stuff for you. You guys can get some awesome, awesome stickers. Caitlin has been Woo. sending out so many. I think she's gotten a lot of sticky requests in the last few weeks. Yeah. Um, and, you know, how those people send her sticky requests is usually through our social media. If you want to engage with us, follow us, interact with us, or just, you know, ask for some stickers, you can go ahead and find us on all platforms, such as Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Unnatural20s. Or if you don't use the social medias, you can also email us at unnatural20s at gmail.com. While you're, you know, letting us know you wrote us a review, asking for stickers while you're there, you can also be a part of this adventure. We like to use number 10 on our adventure log as quests from all of our listeners. Anybody who wants to pick a topic for us to talk about, we will talk about anything you wish. And it really helps 
out whoever is the DM for that week because now they have a topic that's wild and chaotic and fun for us to approach that's new. And speaking of DMs, I know that we like to leave that up to fate as well, which is why I'm going to go ahead and use a D20 to determine who can be our next DM. And it's all three of us, right? That's correct. All right, I'm going to go ahead and get myself out of the way. And I got an 11. Cassie, I'm going to roll for you next. You also got an 11. And I'm going to roll for you. And you got an 18. Oh! All right. So Kayla will be the DM for next week. And if you want to help her out, go ahead and send those topics, those quests over to our social media or email. And, you know, if she rolls a number 10, she will talk about them. All of us will. Yes, I will. In length. Um, so whatever you send me, send it over now. It's going to be good no matter what it is. That's that's very true. It's it's going to be great, actually. Fantastic. This show is a part of the Scavengers Network. You can find our show and other fantastic content, such as uh, WIDK, I don't know, radio on thescavengersnetwork.com. That is a fun little show where they create a mock radio show with a bunch of different segments. It's hilarious. They don't have too much new content up right now, but the great thing about it is they have so much content that already exists. I haven't even caught up on it all. So go ahead and check that out again at scavengersnetwork.com. This has been Unnatural 20s. Tune in next week for a new adventure on Monday. Do you think we can get a petting zoo at her wedding? Oh my God, yes, 100%. I mean, what qualifies as a petting zoo? Like if we just bring in some animals we found? I wa- like yes. that's a petting zoo. Yes. So it's yeah. going to be dogs and llamas. And pigeons. And we, pi- yeah, we have pigeons. Access to pigeons. Yeah, I'm just going to put this pigeons. out there. I'm allergic to cats. Other than that, we're good. Okay, so. Oh, we didn't okay. say cats. No cats. Okay, so pigeons. <laughs> pigeons. Rats. Pigeons are good. Pigeons are great. Hamsters. Guinea pigs. Oh yes, 100%. Turtles. There's got to be turtles. A turtle lots around. of turtles. Lots of them. Just a whole bunch of turtles. Yeah. Big ones, small ones. I like it. Petting zoo. Petting zoo. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven, community focused, treasured content.